and welcome to That Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, cybersecurity, data privacy, and tech innovations. I'm Gabby Schulte, and you know what? I don't know all that much about tech. And I'm Laura Milstein, and you know, I think I know absolutely everything there is to know about technology today. Oh, really confident today, Laura. We have heavy hitters in the industry helping us break down these topics. So Laura, who are we talking to today? Today, we're talking to Jeffrey Solomon, head of managed services and analytics at Walters Clore ELM Solutions. Jeffrey is a professional service leader focused on customer success, artificial intelligence, innovation, and law department consulting and digital transformation. At Walters Clore ELM Solutions, he is responsible for leading a team that drives innovation and strategy, as well as go to market for new products and services. And today, we're really excited to have Jeffrey come on and kind of do a deep dive into AI and everything tech. So Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here on uh, on this afternoon. We're doing some exciting stuff uh, with AI and corporate law departments, and uh, I like hanging out and talking about it. Perfect. Well, sounds like this is the ideal situation for you. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in uh, in the industry? Um, sure. So um, I've been working with uh, corporate law departments in technology for going on 23 years at this point. Um, I kind of just fell into it and um, was focused on legal as a as, as a former attorney by, by trade and um, have really just expanded working a number of roles across professional services, consulting, implementation, uh, and then am pretty excited to be working on a lot of this uh, new product innovation that we've been focused on, particularly around AI over the last several years. Uh, Jeff, Jeffrey, what kind of law were you doing beforehand? Uh, the kind that led me to be a consultant. <laughs> Ooh, so the fun stuff. Okay, that's exciting. So, so currently, I like that you have the legal background and the tech background. I think that's a that's a fun uh, mix. And yeah, as you said, you fell into it. I think that's something that we hear so often. And one day, I really want to bring someone on that's like. When I was 13, I knew I was going to go into AI and e-discovery, and uh, that's been my journey ever since. But until then, we all kind of fell into it, and I appreciate that. So can you tell us more about AI? Everyone says AI. You just mentioned consulting, and it's so broad. What are, what are you doing with AI? What is AI for you? Tell, talk to us. Yeah, so for us, um, I mean, we have a we have a couple of things. We have relationships with corporate law departments where we're providing a number of different technology solutions to help them kind of automate many of their processes, facilitate collaboration with their law firms, and just kind of make things like quicker, easier, better. Um, and the other piece of that is we have a lot of data. We have their data. We have our data. Um, we have something called LegalView, which is a uh, over $150 billion of anonymized benchmark data that we've uh, gathered in working with many of these corporate law departments. And AI was kind of the next phase for um, saying, okay, what do we do with all this data? And how do we start providing some better outcomes for these customers? So um, we started on an AI journey in 2016, um, where we said, okay, what's our kind of entry point here? Um, and that was really focused on, you know, how do we make something that people are doing and make it better? So bill review, 
lots of people do bill review. Some of them do it internally. Some of it do it with uh, some of their um, some other providers. And we said, how can we supercharge that? So we are fortunate to be part of Walters Kluwer, um, which is a very, very large company with um, multiple holdings. And we have a lot of shared services, one being our center of excellence, which is a team of data scientists who can't wait to sit there and work with us on uh, building out new solutions like these. Um, and kind of been working with them, we that really let us um, build an AI component um, to kind of supercharge what you would think of as a, as a rules engine um, to be able to provide um, deeper insights and more predictability upfront into the invoice review process so that people are kind of pointed right at either things that they couldn't see otherwise or things that they could see, but might have to kind of dig through uh, you know, a couple hundred line items to find. Okay, so I have a follow up question from that. But before I'd like to ask you something completely irrelevant. So while you were describing what you do and what's happening, you mentioned that, you know, it's quicker, easier, better. And I love that. So I, I'm curious, what do you think that that would be better for? Like a dating profile? Like, hi, I'm quicker, I'm easier, I'm better. <laughs> or like, you know, if somebody's on a job interview and they're like, so tell me why I should hire you. And I'd be like, well, I'm quicker. I'm easier and I'm better. Which which do you think is like the better approach, the job interview or the dating? Just, you know, I think all our listeners can really use those three words in, in one of those ways for sure. So I think uh I think it would more broadly fit on kind of the job interview front, but I think there's probably Safe kind, answer. Of, kind of pockets from a dating profile where that would work. Too. Overlap. Yeah, Gabby, you have to use it for all of these. Anything you do in life, that's your new thing. That's when they're like, you know, where did you get this? Well, yeah, Jeffrey Solomon told me to do it. (laughs) Um, I love that. But so in following up with that, I think a data science team is extremely valuable, important and underrated in companies. And you don't usually hear that. So when we bring people on, they'll usually talk like our tech is incredible let me tell you why our tech is so great or our people are amazing i'm amazing we have the best customer service but it's very rare that we hear people specifically mention our data science team so i'd like to kind of dive into that why is your data science team better why is it so great how how can you you know tell us about your data science team i'm intrigued by this um sure so so we have those team of data scientists um they have a couple things going for them uh one is that because they work with really all of our sister companies within walters kluwer they have a, a pretty broad range of experiences cuz you know working on uh um you know working kind of outside of legal or within other areas of legal um where they've you know built out and modified and enhanced a number of different AI solutions um, just to, um, you know, just to get better outcomes there. (laughs) That's a really big chunk of water. (laughs) I know. It was just like, as I was doing this, like, so, so everyone listening right now, we are, we can all see each other. You can't see us, but I've been trying to drink more water. And so I am literally drinking out of like a full gallon of water so I can, you know, stay hydrated. And I know it's extremely distracting as I'm just like chugging (laughs) gallons of water. But if you're listening, you should probably drink more water too, just as a side note. We're pro water on this podcast, but um, Jeff. I have some water in a normal size bottle here. Yeah, I mean, I'm really into like dehydrating as well. Hence why I now need to hydrate. So Mm -hmm. Um, props to you, Jeff. 
for keeping on going with your uh, answer as Laura just shows up with this I'm so sorry. Dog of water. I tried my best. Uh, you did a good job. You were great um, out there. Well, so I'm curious, like, what are some of the hardest things that you encounter in terms of AI and and bringing, you know, to, to go back to the the motto being quicker, easier, faster? Like, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing right now? Um, and you think like maybe that's industry industry wide? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a couple different areas we could focus on there. One is you know, first kind of the customer profile that we work with. Everybody, you know, every law department operates differently. Some have different focuses, different areas of importance. Um, if we go back to that bill review example, um, some of them, if you ask them what's the most important thing to, to them, they would say, I really, really want to save a lot of money. I want to save as much money as I possibly can. Um, others would say, um, I really want to improve my relationships with my outside counsel. Uh, I want to start kind of um, getting to where I have more compliant invoices so that I can start um, so that I can start leveraging and counting on some of this data um, to start doing other things with it, looking at kind of broader broader relationship programs that they may be doing uh, or evaluating from a perspective of looking at future fixed fee arrangements, things like that. So the the customer profile is uh, something that's that can vary from one customer to another. Um, also, really, they're they're kind of operating models. So, you know, sticking on that that bill review angle, um, we kind of have a couple different operating models that we work within, and then make tweaks within each uh, to fit a customer need. But one is the um, the law department. This was our first model that says. I really want you to manage my bill review operations for me. And for those, we leverage our experts and our AI, marry them together and kind of manage the full invoice lifecycle until the time of uh, until the time of payment. So, you know, reviewing invoices, uh, working with the law firms on kind of helping understand some of the adjustments so that they can ultimately, you know, make any corrections they need and you know, improve their billing practices. Uh, and then we have the other angle, which is some of the, you know, larger companies who they've kind of been doing bill review for a little while. They may have a team of people that are just focused on reviewing invoices and they come to us and they say, well, you know, how do we arm our people with just more information just to make their lives easier and, you know, help them get some better outcomes. Like you've been, like we've been hearing about you doing with some of your other customers. Um, so each of those is really kind of a, a different a different service model and an entirely different mindset about how we work with those customers. So I just want to say that I've never in my life woken up and been like, you know what's sexy? Bill review. Never. It's just never even crossed my mind. But the more you're talking about it and you're taking something that isn't sexy and you mix it with AI, which is sexy. We don't know why it's sexy, but we're like, it's sexy. It's AI, like oh, the future, whatever. Um, and you're kind of mixing the two. And I think the underlying behind that is the importance. Can you talk to why is this important? Um, do you guys have any competitors out there that you feel like kind of inspired you guys to work harder in this or to be better at this? You know, can you make something that doesn't feel sexy, sexy? Yeah. Okay. So let's start with the kind of that importance um, angle first. So if we think of how it is just with kind of manual bill review, um, 
basically you have two components. You have a person looking at a screen, you know, reading through a couple hundred line items with, uh, you know, with a hundred characters in a, you know, in a descriptive narrative on each one of them. Um, and then you may have some sort of, um, you know, non-intelligent kind of platform rule, like whatever technology they're using that can say, um, look for this task code and do something because of it. Or we only pay 10 cents a copy. So if they bill E101, then enforce 10 cents a copy. And that kind of leaves a, a lot of gray area. So um, where AI comes into play with that is, you know, first that law firms aren't the most accurate billers. So a lot of times they may not code something perfectly. This is, you know, this is the, the bucket of work I was performing. Um, and this is the appropriate code for that, which is the type of things that um, that uh, some existing technology would look for. So AI is able to look past some of the things that it tells us and start kind of interpreting the language within um, their description of what they were doing and say, okay, well, this is what they said they were doing. This is what they really did. And now help us, you know, this compares to your billing guidelines and this may or may not be compliant with those guidelines. You know, the second area is as we look across kind of the things that you just can't see, because that first one, if you work hard enough, if you spend enough time, a person looking at an invoice on a screen, they could figure that out. Um, the second one is being able to look across like large data patterns and say, okay, this is a piece of information that you should know about this invoice based on all these other things that happened. Um, you know, that could be, that could be, you know, here's Joe who worked on this type of work and he spent 10 hours doing it. But as we look at Joe working on that type of work over the course of the last four years, he usually spends two hours. Doesn't necessarily mean it shouldn't be 10 hours, but um, yeah. it's, it's often worthy of kind of digging in on that and saying, you know, okay, Joe, what'd you do for five times the amount of time that you usually spent? No. And I, I mean, look, everything, and especially I guess in, in legal, you know, lawyers, you know, they bill their time, but, um, everything I feel like time is money, time is value, time, you know, so anything that can, um, speed up any process is probably very valued. But so I want to just, uh, broaden the conversation a little bit here. So for you, um, what is really, exciting for you when you're looking at, you know, uh, AI solutions to some of these problems that you were talking about? What do you think like coming down the pipeline, like let's say three to five years or something? Um, what's, what are you really looking forward to in terms of AI and, and what excites you about that? Yeah. So for, for us, our AI journey has kind of been um, the opposite of some, so many, say, I want to go build an AI solution. This is kind of the next candidate to do so. And then they either buy somebody who can help with that or they bring in people to help them go build that. Um, ours has been kind of the reverse where we said, okay, what problem are we just hearing about? Like over and over again, whether it's during an implementation or kind of during a steady state engagement with one of our longtime customers that what problem do they have? And is that something we can help them solve? And does AI help us do that? Um, so kind of the, the second piece of that was, you know, we had a customer come in and this is really a problem for everybody, but we had one that had a, a big problem with it. And they said, you know, we have a large book of our law firms that for one reason or another, um, 
they just can't bill your platform directly. They can't produce electronic files. Uh, they can't kind of operate within the standard model. Um, we currently have, you know, a large team of people who are basically just reading paper invoices and typing that into the system so that we're able to track that legal spend, which is just a disaster. Um, as you as you said that, my mind kind of did a, a flip flop. So I was just like, what? I I can't even imagine doing that. You're like, I really don't want to do that. No, it's the worst. That sounds like the worst. So doesn't sound fun at all. Need like, help none us. of that sounded fun. No. Help us. Right. So, you know, so our angle there is, okay, well, you know, we have some AI solutions that we worked on, you know, particularly focused on natural language processing around, you know, taking in and kind of reading unstructured narratives and making sense of it. So we said, all right, well, how can we extend that and kind of take in these paper invoices, PDF, Excel file, Word doc, and start leveraging AI in order to take that, process it, output it into kind of that electronic format. So something that's unstructured, make it structured, and then put it in the platform so that now our customers can start kind of looking at it like they would any typical e-billing submitted invoice. Um, you know, and beyond that, we've, you know, just kind of, we've just started moving into something that's um, pretty exciting, which I think leads us to where I think a lot of the work will be over the next few years, which is really around predictions. So, you know, right now people want to see you know, how did I do on this thing? And they might go in and, the, and look, run a report, build a report, look at some data long after the, the situation's over and say, well, I guess that's how I did. Um, but our focus and the focus of, uh, you know, predictive AI is, okay, how can we, you know, take customer feedback, take, um, you know, take that training from the historical data and start quickly processing information up front early in the process and then present it out to them before they've actually done the thing and say, all right, well, if you do this instead of that, you might get a better outcome. We think you're going to get a better outcome based on you know everything that you've done over the course of the last 10 years. We've kind of started in on that, <clears throat> focused on things like, like budgeting, um, you know, what's the right budget to have on this type of case or firm selection. So input a couple pieces of information about a case, and then amongst your panel of law firms say, based on what they've all historically done, here's the one that we think is gonna do the best job um, and present that type of information out. But, you know, down the road, as we look out, um, you know, as we look out a couple of years, we look into, you know, in particular, like the insurance space um, where they obviously have a lot of claims and they like to settle those claims as much as possible and to be able to, um, you know, have AI infused technology that will say, okay, based on where you are in the case and the information that you told us up front, um, you know, here's the point where you should uh, try to settle and, you know, even further, here's what you may want to settle for. So we expect that to kind of continue on for us, the expansion mm -hmm. of that predictive space um, over the course of the next several years. And I do think we're going to see a, a lot of others kind of tap into that. I think that in the future, when people call psychics instead, they'll be like calling AI psychics. It'll just be like log on to like AIpsychic.com and people will be like, tell me my future. And they'll be like, Duh -duh 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 -duh. 
our AI prediction is. Um, so when that happens, everyone remembered that I I knew that was coming. It was said here first on that. Question. Yeah, it's maybe clear. they already are, and we just don't know that. No, no, no. <laughs> they heard about this. They're listening right okay. now, and they're creating it. Somebody it right idea. now is like, <gasps> "Great genius idea!" Yeah. Um, so you're welcome, creative person. Please remember me. So. Um, I wanted to follow up with that a little bit on for everyone listening right now that maybe kind of like, what is this or why are we talking about this? And you're kind of diving into the AI, you're talking about the importance, but is there any advice that you could give people when it comes to this area? Anything that you would tell them or advise to people? Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I like to focus people on kind of building out a roadmap of how they can of the improvements that they want to see so where are our pain points and how can we make improvements upon those pain points many of which with technology some of it with process some with both um but kind of lead people down the path of uh um of those change and you know the person head of legal ops who's maybe driving this they're ready to go i mean they want to do all this right now, or they may want to do all this right now, but, um, but the lawyers working in their law department, the, you know, the, the admins, the, um, law firms that they work with, you know, they don't want to see 15 different changes coming at them all at the same time. So, you know, kind of start stack ranking this stuff through and, you know, kind of slowly introduce change and think of that as kind of an upward curve over the course of, uh, depending on how much change over the course of six months, two years, five years, it's kind of a different answer for everybody just based on that appetite. But um, we've seen that be the best path to success. Um, Cause if you can't get your, if you can't keep your stakeholders engaged and bought in on the process earlier and continue to be bought in on that process, then um, there starts to be a lot of, uh, a lot of noise to go back to the way things used to be. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, on that tech pod, both uh, Laura, Laura's predictions of um, AI uh, psychics and also uh, Jeffrey Solomon's sound advice. So thank you so much, Jeffrey, for joining us. We really appreciated it. Thanks for having me. It was fun. just talked to Jeffrey Solomon, um, AI tech solutions extraordinaire. Tell us your tech takeaways. I hope that he hears this and is just like, you know what? I am an AI extraordinaire. That's my first tech takeaway is that if you're listening right now, Jeffrey, that's a big compliment from Gabby. You are. I don't say it. I do not give out compliments very often. So... Honestly, I think that's a true statement. Um, I, I think it's interesting. I think when we talk about AI, there's so many different components to it. There's people that are hearing it and they're like, what do you mean? There was nothing about a robot talked about at all on the show. Um, and AI is in many forms. You know, you think of like a vector AI, you think of your Roomba as an AI, then you think of document review platforms that are implementing AI. And I don't think that we billing. talk about billing often. Yeah. Billing. So and billing is important. I mean, think about how much I mean, of your company, like, you come paid. on. Yeah, that's that's our number one. If you're number not, one. 
kind of bad. We're oh god, and my biggest nightmare. Can you imagine like getting audited and you're like, hold on, we don't even know how to, our bill pay works. Like that's a problem. My biggest takeaway from this conversation was that there are like there there is not a better way or until recently there wasn't a better way to log billing rather than people like reading it and data entry like that yeah sounds like a per like that's a that is a form of torture oh totally and you think about like different size companies yeah like can you imagine especially like if you're like a startup or something maybe you're not like ready to have like an in-house accountant or something and even if you are and you're just like that's your oh god Uh, if you are listening and this is a problem that you have reach out to us and we will connect you with jeffrey salmon to to help you not have to deal with this so wants this and we don't 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 struggle anymore we're here for you we struggling just stop (laughs) struggling so reach out to us at www.thattechpod.com enter your email to subscribe and get more helpful tips on how to you know save your ai bill pay systems uh, get some swagger get some merch rock some cool stuff that supports us because we support you check us out on our twitter on our linkedin at linkedin slash that tech pod and don't forget to email us with any questions suggestions comments love mail hate mail you know any mail at contact at that tech and if you heard that that noise was the noise was of what someone- you you know email in inbox yeah we thank you you are so quick wow, wow. that's fast wow. um you can also go to apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you're listening to this podcast and give us a five-star rating and review what does that do that helps the algorithm in these podcasts uh boost us up to the top of the searches when people are looking for um you know technology podcasts we would love you forever, and we yeah, boost promise us. you. We pro- if you boost us, we'll boost. We'll boost. You. We will boost you. Don't forget to drink more water and to check back next week. Bye.